Thank you for listening to the For the Campus podcast, where we have conversations about Christian faithfulness and the college campus. To learn more about City Church Tallahassee and our college ministry, Salt Company, head to citychurchtallahassee.com and follow us on Instagram at citychurchsalt. Hey everyone, today on the FTC podcast, we are welcoming two of our very own student leaders, Jacob Kite and Hayden Kelly. What's up guys? How y'all doing? (laughs) We're off to a good start. All right, Jacob, um, just take a couple minutes and tell us a little bit about yourself, like how you got connected to City Church. Yeah, so um, my family moved here right before college, like 2017. Um, So we spent, you know, a while church shopping and um, eventually landed at City Church. I got plugged into um, City Church's youth ministry, um, now City Church students. Um, that was my junior year of high school. Um, so come college, it was natural that I try out college ministry. Um, went to, um, we did, it was the first time we did it. We tried, we did our our freshman launch retreat. That was like my first experience, um, Mm -hmm. with college. Um, and that's when I really got plugged in. Um, as I'm close friends with everyone that, I was I made friends that weekend. That's where I, um, like met a lot of the student leaders that poured into me in my freshman sophomore year. Um, that's really how I got plugged in. Was the launch. Um, so yeah, I've awesome. been here since. And you currently are a. I'm a psychology major at Florida State. This is my senior year. Fantastic. Awesome. Thank you for being here today with us. And Hayden, um, you're also a local to Tallahassee, but tell us a little more about you and your story. Yes, ma'am. Well, um, so born and raised in Tallahassee, all 20 years. Uh, love this town, love this city. Um, has been on the radio. Has been on the radio. <laughs> yes, yes. Has been on the radio. Last time I was on the radio, I was talking politics, so this is a lot better. <laughs> but no, so uh, born and raised here. Um, I found out about City Church from Jacob um, when I came to FSU. Uh, I am, this is my second year at FSU. I'm a history and economics major. Um, and yeah, I mean, I guess a fun fact about me is I was a bullpen catcher for the baseball team last year. So that's pretty much it. But um, so yeah. Great. Well, we're so happy to have you both on today. And Hayden um, teed us up a little bit that you guys are friends. You're not just on the same (laughs) student leadership team, going to the same church and participating in the same college ministry and um, other like serving areas. But you guys met each other and then have built a friendship um, over a period of time that we would say um, is kind of a model for what we hope um, our, our college students will live out as more people, um, more new students are brought into the church and come through the doors of our college ministry, whether that's on Sunday mornings uh, for a Sunday service or Tuesday nights for a salt service. Um, so we just want to talk a little bit more about that and just hear from you guys about how um, impactful that has been um, in, in your lives and in your walk. Um, we want to like help encourage other students um, maybe to like build their confidence and and desire for them to desire to uh, do the same thing and just help nurture healthy uh, Christian uh, relationships in their lives. Um, so we'll start with you, Jacob. Uh, walk us through how you leveraged your time uh, to pour into Hayden and get to know him. Yeah. So Hayden and I, like we said, we, we, we're, we're good friends. Uh, we met actually in high school. 
that was my sophomore year, I think. Um, we went to this leadership camp. It was like a weekend thing. There's actually a couple other student leaders that were a part of that. Nice. Um, we were like good friends that weekend. Um, and But when we got back, Hayden started going to public school. I kept homeschooling. Um, didn't talk for like a year or two. And like out of the blue, it was my birthday and Hayden texted me or DM'd me on Instagram. Like, hey, happy birthday. Asked me how I was doing and then we just started talking again. Um, that was... That was around the time that Hayden was deciding like, where he wanted to go to college and what he wanted to do with his life. So, like, we started talking about that. And at the time, I was really plugged in at, at um, CCU. Um, so that's how that started. Um, we He asked questions. I gave answers about all things college ministry, student leadership. He asked a lot about just Florida State because he was, you know, trying to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually he decided to come to Florida State. We... Um, grab lunch um a few times um right got to know each other over there um and eventually i invited him to my city group and um to our tuesday night services um kind of how that friendship grew um yeah how i leveraged my time um well practically like a couple times that we got lunch um i'm I'm a team leader at chick-fil-a so like i have my free meals after my shift so like i i went through a phase where i would use my free meal to have lunch with like a friend because it was it was free i was not i was done for the day you're gonna eat anyway yeah i was gonna eat that lunch anyway so why not eat it with somebody um so like the first time that we met up caught up was at chick-fil-a um yeah that i was i tried to be really practical with with leveraging my time in that way i'd use it and like my gap between classes or after work like that um yeah that Mm -hmm. yeah that's super helpful and i mean for those of you who don't know jacob kite um probably he is one of the busiest of our college student leaders like just as far as responsibilities like at school at work um even at home since your family um since they live here so it is it's really cool to see how you don't use that as an excuse that instead you figure out how to like intersect your life with other people's lives and build that into your schedule. Like no matter how busy you are, you know? And when I hear that, you know, in the decade minus a half of ministry experience (laughs) that I have deep cut new girl reference, um, you know, most people's story on how they get connected to city church is not very whimsical. And it's not like, it's, it's not like something that you would hear and then be like, Oh, I can never do that. I can't believe someone did that for you. True. A lot of times it is just like, yeah, like somebody made time for me. They Mm -hmm. invited me to lunch. They answered some questions. They checked in on me. And so I do want to just say that and take a moment right here just to say, thanks for doing that, Jacob. But also it, what you did is something that every student could do in some Mm -hmm. form or, or capacity. Yeah, like it's not so radical or some sort of special hidden talent. It just takes, you know, the effort to want to help someone feel known Mm -hmm. and cared for. And like, hey, you may be brand new to Tallahassee and not know anyone, but like I can be a person who you you know and like feel like you can spend more time with them. So Hayden, how on your side of it, how how did that investment impact you? I mean... To put it short, it meant a lot, like a lot. Like Jacob talked about, like I messaged him 
uh, early. It was it was around my spring. It was the spring semester of my senior year in high school. And I'll be honest with you guys, the last place I wanted to be was Florida State University. I did not oh. want to be in Tallahassee. <laughs> I was I was sold on going to Baylor University or UF. Um, but the fact that when I reached out to Jacob, he reached back to me and showed that hey, he cared about me, even though I hadn't we hadn't talked in what had been like a year or two at that point, yeah. Jacob. Yeah. And he and and he cared about me, and he was inviting me to this, and it's like okay. You know what? I know Florida State's a party school, but maybe there is some Christian community mm. here. Maybe mm-hmm. there is something here. And by the grace of God, He worked on my heart, and you know, I ended up at Florida State. And when I decided to come to Florida State that summer, I started going to City Group with Jacob, like you said, and Tuesday nights and things like that. And He reached out to me, and He and He cared about me. And it wasn't just out of an obligation. He He genuinely loved me well and cared about me. And just a little bit of backstory for me, um, I didn't really go, grow up going to church. I went to church when I was little for a little bit. I was baptized young, and thank the Lord for that. I was saved when I was young. Um, but I didn't grow up going to church, and so I didn't really have people to like necessarily look to in a church to say, oh, man, that's a really good older guy in the church that I can look to. That's a role model. And Jacob was one of the first people I could look to. You know, Jacob was one of the first people that I could— talk to about really personal things, things that I can count on one hand, I've probably told somebody and know that I'm telling that to somebody that's spiritually and biblically mature and can give me good advice. And to have that has encouraged me, as Jacob has encouraged me and exhorted me to be a better follower of Christ, that's, you know, encouraged me to read my Bible more and to critically think and pray about what am I doing right in my life, but what am, more importantly, what am I doing wrong and have a sense of humility about that. Um, and, and really critically examine myself and say, okay, this is where I can be better and this is where I could, you know, follow in Christ more and live for him in a better way. And, you know, that's, that's God, but that's also God working through Jacob. Mm-hmm. And so to put it in a very concise way, what it means to me that Jacob reached out to me was somebody cared about me, someone loved me well, and someone pointed me to Christ. They didn't do it out of an obligation. Mm-hmm. They didn't do it because they were prideful. They didn't do it because they wanted to feel good about themselves. They did it because he loved me as Jesus loved other people and commanded him to do so. And that means literally the world to me because I've told Jacob this multiple times. I'm the oldest out of five in my family. He's like a big brother to me. He's somebody I can continuously look to and 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 be encouraged by. Mm-hmm. Um, I I honestly, if if it weren't for God working through Jacob to reach me, I really don't know where I'd be in my faith. I think I'd be very nominal, very cultural, not on fire at all. And so that, you know, just thank you, Jacob. I know they already said thank you, but seriously, thank you. Like that, everything you've done has meant a lot, a lot to me. So that's, that's, yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. I think it just really speaks volumes to like hear how genuine, you know, how genuinely you care for each other just as friends and as brothers in Christ. And I think we all tend to underestimate the sort of impact we can have on others just by taking really small, non-radical steps toward, you know, helping someone feel loved. So I really appreciate hearing that. So now, Hayden, you are in student leadership. So y'all are actually on the same team. Like Jacob's not that much older than you. He just like functioned in a role that you yeah. needed at the time, right? Yeah. So how do you use your time now to connect new college students to community within the church? 
because you do that very well too, which has been awesome to kind of see that ripple effect and how. Yeah. Uh, th- thank you. First of all, that's, that's fairly humbling to hear, you know, just following Jacob's example and like making time to go get lunch with people, making time, you know, on a, on a Tuesday night, being intentional, like going up to somebody and saying, Hey, you know, my name's Hayden. How are you doing? You know, getting to know them. Um, seeing somebody on a Sunday that's new or somebody I've seen around campus. And it's like, Oh my goodness, they're here on a Sunday. Let me go say hey to them. Um, one of, the, one of the greatest things that I can think about um, is, is a tool that I, I learned. Um, it's called Living Scent. It's, um, it was written, it's a book written by a local pastor named Justin Wester. And one part, one part of that is um, eating with people like Jesus. Uh, he talks about in his book, Jesus uses in his ministry, he uses the dinner table as a powerful tool to teach some of his most prophetic truths. And so we think about that. <laughs> Me and Jacob met over lunch and those lunches, I, I can tell you in detail what we talked about there and how impactful that's been for me. And let's think about it. Like, you're going to eat three meals a day, or you should at least, <laughs> and you're going to do that seven days out of the week. And however many weeks are in a year, like 50 something, <laughs> you're going to, like, you have time. You can work that in. And so, like, to, to leverage the meal time to meet with students. And it doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to be something special. You don't have to go to Chick-fil-A every time. You know, if you're just eating at your dorm, invite somebody over. You know? If you want to do something yeah. special, go to Zaxby's. Go to Zaxby's. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Or I'm, pay for their meal, you know? At Zaxby's. <laughs> pay for the wings and things, you know, six-finger plate. Y'all get a family pack together or something like that. But... Yeah, I mean, that's one way I've really leveraged it. And another way we've talked about before, Amanda, is rides, like mm-hmm. giving people rides. Mm-hmm. Like I think, and not just giving them rides, but being emphatic and joyful about it. Like, I want you to come. Please let me give you a ride. Yeah, we want you to be there. That's we, what it tells them. Mm-hmm. Like, we are meeting tonight at the church and, and I'm going to notice if you're not there. So if exactly. you don't have a way to get there, I want exactly. to be that way. And it's just a good way to have an intentional conversation. Like, you know, if it, whatever it's about, like even starting a conversation over something, your music you're listening to or, you know, how good or bad your music taste is. Most times it's how bad my music taste is, but it's like <laughs> whatever, like just so many ways. So those are two ways I re- really leveraged it and just trying to just be excited about meeting people and talking to people and might be awkward and nerve wracking at first, but just, hey, going full in and, and just doing your best saying it's worth it saying it's worth it so we'll kind of wrap up our time a little bit thank you guys for sharing um, your stories with us what encouragement or recommendations do y'all have for other students who may want to grow in this area may be nervous or hesitant about that but the idea of like prioritizing relationships um, or helping people feel known like really sounds good to them but they practically like just are not sure how to live that yeah. out. So what would you say? Yeah, I'd say a couple things. Um, first, like, you don't know how much you mean to people and how much you can influence them. Like, I'm not much older, like Amanda said. I'm, I'm not much older than Hayden. I had no idea that, that those lunches meant that much to him. Like, yes, I was being intentional. And it was a priority that I made. And I saw that he needed community and he needed help in these areas, but I had no idea that that would mean that much. Um, and just like looking back, even over college, like people have influenced me, like other student leaders, like Kevin Pham 
was very influential for me. Um, a lot of other um, older student leaders as well, and there's there's no way that they realize that how much that they helped me grow in my walk. Um, and like we don't we don't realize not only how much we can influence people, but how easy it is. It, it doesn't take that much effort. Like mm-hmm. like it's not that whimsical thing that you were saying, Hunter. It's literally let's go grab a meal um and just be genuine and real with each other um another thing is like we can't influence people outside of god's plan um like i think it's it's easy for someone who is like trying to figure out how to do this better or more to kind of get in their head about uh what if i mess up what if i say the wrong thing i'm not i'm not quite there yet i haven't grown in that area enough i'm not mature enough i'm not knowledgeable enough um I, what if i say something wrong um something that was comforting for me realizing was like i'm not I'm not so powerful to be able to like sway god's plan in this person's life that is outside of what god wants for them god's either going to use me one way or another um and like taking that as a comfort like mm-hmm. he's going to only allow me to influence him as much as he wills mm. um so it's like we're taking those two things in hand like we can we can influence someone a lot more than we intend to but only by mm-hmm. by god's will hayden what about you i know like there are, you've used like some things in your life that you're passionate about like um we know Hayden goes to the gym because he will tell us stories about, I met so-and-so at the gym and I invited him to church tonight, which like, we love to hear that. Cause again, you're just like using a place where you already are something you love to do, um, like baseball and you are leveraging that and trying to draw people into Christian community. So tell us a little about that. Oh yeah, definitely. So I really like what, uh, Dean said this a week or two ago, I forget when it was, but he talked about these channels of influence and like where you are being where your feet are and just seeing the people that are around you and really being willing to go out and talk to them, like trying to be open. Like for me, people find this to be a surprise, but I'm introverted. Like people don't think I am. I'm introverted. <laughs> it takes a lot out of me. Like Tuesday nights take yeah. a lot out of me. Like Thursday nights, which is when my city group meets, take a lot out of me. So it's just like being willing to go out. And, and, and I think one thing you really got to keep in mind, and this is something I try to keep in mind, wherever your channel of influence is, number one, be there, but also be willing. And I think one way we can really be willing is to have a heavenly mindset. It can be really easy. You know, somebody needs a ride. Oh my gosh, it's so annoying. Like, oh, I got to go find oh, this on my way. Inconvenience. Gas is like $3 a gallon. Yeah. I understand it's <laughs> annoying. I understand it's nerve-wracking to go up to somebody and and say, hey, like, there was one time I'm at the gym, and there's this guy that has this, he has this shirt on, and it said something, it's like repping for Jesus or something like that. Nice. And I was like, I have to go up to him and, like, try to invite him. He wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't interested, but it's just like... Interesting. Yeah, trying to do that. <laughs> and so, but you do those things, and you're willing to do those things because you have a heavenly mindset. It says in... Second Corinthians four, Jacob, correct me if I'm wrong, because every single time I bring up this verse, <laughs> I have to ask you if I'm right, but we don't focus on what is seen, but what is unseen before what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Our annoyances, how expensive gas is right now, 
how expensive it might be to go get lunch or inconvenient or whatever. Those things are so temporary. But the fact that if you invite somebody to church and they hear the exact message they need to hear that night, and on that night, the God works in their heart and they believe in Jesus Christ, what is eternal is that the fact that they're going to be standing with you shoulder to shoulder with you in eternity. And that's what I really try to think about and be willing. You say, you know what, you know, it might be annoying to go give a car ride, you know, but that's an opportunity. That's, that's an opportunity to spread the gospel. That's an opportunity to love that person well and to get to know them. And I, I see that as an opportunity, not an annoyance, because at the end of the day, I'm focused on Jesus. I'm focused on spreading the gospel and loving him and loving people mm-hmm. and knowing that the work we do right now is not in vain and it's pointing people towards him. So Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we do talk some about um, just like the gifts that God has given us, whether it be possessions or talents or um, things like that, but even like our car can be a, a tool for the gospel. That empty seat on our way to church like could be filled um, and we want to use those things. Um, we we want to be you know, instruments for God and we want to use those things willingly, like you said. Um, sometimes we don't even start out with a heart for it or a desire for it, but um, that God can gr- even grow that over time, even if we just kind of push through that discomfort at first um, and be willing. So I love, I love what you both had to say um, about those things. So any closing thoughts? Yeah, thanks for doing this. We just hope that this would encourage people to use their time and meals and just realize that even back to what Jacob said, a lot of times you don't know how much impact you can make through those small things until later. And so you just have to do them now. And sometimes you'll go to lunch with people eight, nine, 10 times and nothing happens. And sometimes you go to lunch with somebody three times and everything happens. And so I just, uh, we want to encourage people to that and just to realize, hey, you know, extrovert, introvert, whatever, whatever interest you're in, you know, what we're talking about is not for people who are quote unquote people, people. (laughs) It's for all people. Everybody has their vibe. Everybody has, you know, certain people that they can connect with. And so I think rather than excusing yourself from this type of behavior, just realize that there are certain people that you can connect with better than anybody else. So. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. I hope that this will encourage people to continue to do it. And thank you guys for modeling. Yeah. Thanks, guys.